This is AutoLine Daily with the latest news in the global automotive industry. As we've reported, Indian automaker Mahindra is under fire over its Roxer off-road vehicle because of its resemblance to a Jeep. FCA filed a complaint with the International Trade Commission, and a judge made a recommendation to the ITC that Mahindra should have to stop making and selling the Roxer in North America. So it's no surprise to see that Mahindra has redesigned the Roxer for 2020, and it no longer features its Jeep-like grille. The ITC is likely to make its final decision in March, and while Mahindra is hoping this redesign will appease regulators, it still does not address Jeep's trade dress issue, which says other aspects of the Roxor make it look like a Jeep. GM self-driving startup Cruise put its plans to launch its autonomous ride-hailing fleet in California on hold for further testing and evaluation. And now Cruise's co-founder, Kyle Voigt, is saying we need new ways to determine if autonomous vehicles are ready for the public. One of the factors the California DMV monitors is disengagements, which is when the vehicle is switched from autonomous to manual mode for a safety reason. Voigt says that metric is inadequate and would rather see, quote, data on the true performance of human drivers and AVs in a given environment and an objective apples-to-apples comparison with statistically significant results. You know, we're still in the very early stages of self-driving vehicles, and there's still a lot of questions that will have to be answered. But we will learn more later tonight about Cruz's plans at an event it's holding in San Francisco, which it's been teasing with a series of cryptic Instagram messages. And another question facing autonomous vehicles is how do you make money with them? The supplier Magna has been developing autonomous components for years, but says it's no longer going to develop fully autonomous technology because it's going to be a long time before that market really takes off. Instead, Magna will focus on driver assistance technology up to level 3 autonomy. That's where it's going to get higher volume. As part of the move, Magna and Lyft are entering the partnership to develop self-driving technology. Accusations of cars accelerating out of control all on their own have been around for decades. In fact, they started when the automatic transmission became popular in the 1950s. It's called unintended acceleration. And in the U.S. in the 1980s, lawsuits almost drove Audi out of business. More recently, Toyota was accused of building cars that accelerated out of control, and now it's Tesla's turn. But Tesla is firing back. The company put out a scathing post on its website yesterday saying the accusations were false and were started by a short seller who hoped to drive the company's stock down. Tesla pointed out it collects all kinds of data from its cars in real time, and it has reviewed complaints with NHTSA. In every case, it was able to prove the vehicle functioned perfectly, meaning people were hitting the accelerator pedal instead of the brake. There's a couple of worrying developments on the sales side that we need to point out. We start with Nissan, which is going through a terrible time because of the scandal with its former CEO, Carlos Ghosn. The effects of that are rippling through the company. 
Last month, Nissan sales in the U.S. plummeted by 44,000 vehicles, a 27% drop. Now, why would a scandal in Japan affect sales in the U.S.? We think it might be because of Jose Munoz, who used to run Nissan North America and left the company. He was one of Carlos Ghosn's top lieutenants, and anyone who is associated with Ghosn is gone. Worse yet for Nissan, Munoz went to Hyundai, which is enjoying strong sales. No doubt Carlos Munoz knows exactly how to attack Nissan in the marketplace. The next brand we need to worry about is Jeep. Yeah, Jeep. Its sales were down 5% in the U.S. market last year and were off nearly 6% last month. We thought the addition of the Gladiator to its lineup would boost sales. Instead, every Jeep model, with the exception of the Grand Cherokee, saw its sales drop last year. You know, what's going on here? Jeep was the hottest brand in the hottest segment. Mike Manley, who used to run Jeep and oversaw its impressive growth, is now CEO. Is that the reason? Or is it something else that's going on? We welcome your viewpoints. Now let's move over to China, where car sales are down for just about everyone, but have been a disaster for the Detroit 3. Zozo Go reports that last year GM sales fell in China 16%, FCAs were down by 41%, and Fords plummeted 48%. All three say they need to refresh their product lines and get more Chinese influence in their business. Collectively, their sales fell by 822,000 vehicles in 2019, which will take them years to recover from, if they ever recover. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. The wild styling on the Tesla Cybertruck is polarizing to say the least, but we believe one of the reasons the truck has flat surfaces and hard brakes may have more to do with reducing tooling costs. To answer that question, we invited Sandy Monroe from Monroe & Associates on last week's AutoLine After Hours, and he detailed just how much the Cybertruck's design will help to cut costs. Um, we were looking at the Tesla, and we think that the blanks are going to come in two size. Why not? You're, you're talking about the steel blanks for steel blank. that, that would then be yeah. formed to make body Later panels. Yeah, because... Um, you could water jet it or you could laser cut it or whatever. Water jet is what I pick because it's, to me, it goes faster and it works well. And it's three millimeter stainless. It, it would work just fine. And I don't want to take a heat treat away. I don't know what that stainless steel is. They just call it 300X. But I know that it's, um, it's a stainless steel that they're using on, uh, um, on the Falcon and uh, Starship and SpaceX. So I know that. Uh, so they're using SpaceX the, technology in the Cybertruck. No question about it. The steel or the yeah, the steel is is definitely that. Um, I think that we're going to be looking at uh, press brakes and simple stamping. I don't think they're going to need. I don't see a reason for a paint shop, and where painted parts are needed, I think what they're going to do is they're going to come in painted by the supplier. I think the uh, body shop will be manual, and this is based on 50000 a year. I don't know what their real target is, but I'm looking at fifty grand a year because I don't, I don't know enough about their marketing strategy. I don't think they'll have a paint shop. It's going to come in painted. Uh, the body shop will be manual load auto, auto clamp. Um, we'll have manual tack and then ro robotic TIG welding because it's just simple that way. Uh, I think the CapEx for 50000 would be about $30 bucks. 
which is nothing. Well, I've got the other stuff too. So let's look at an F-150 type truck. And we're going to use everything like an F-150, but we're looking at, uh, we're looking at uh, 50,000 a year. So um, uh, if we look at it, we've got uh, coil stock will come in and it'll go into blank dies and whatnot. That's about 25 million. The body shop with partial automation and multi-spot welders, about another 35 million. A paint shop, 150 million. Um, that means the capex total for that is 210 million. So you're looking at a difference between 210 30? million to for an F-150 built at a 50,000 a year volume. Right, is what yeah. you're saying. Right, and I need 210 million, whereas with the the truck we just looked at, it's like 30 million. And it sure looks like Elon Musk even watched that show because he tweeted out that Sandy's analysis is accurate, both pro and con. And he even went on to say that Sandy will appreciate some elements of the Model Y body design. So for more of Sandy's analysis, you can watch that entire show right now on our website, autoline.tv, or you can find it on our YouTube channel. But that's it for today. And obviously, we made some changes to the set, and we're inching closer to our final design. But thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.